0: You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Esfier.
1: Round two, kind of. Welcome back to the You Can't Sit With Me podcast. I'm here with Danica Dow from Vanderpump Rules. Hi, Uh, I'm here. No, so we were just recording you and I and Dana, and then um, I thought it'd be a really good idea to have you come solo for an episode because... There, is so, there are so many things about you that a lot of people want to know. You know, I put this question thing on my Instagram and everyone was asking me all these questions about you. And I feel like we just need answers. Yeah. I feel like there's so many
0: unanswered questions that people want to know. I get the same thing too. People are always like in my DMs, like,
1: why did this happen to you? When did this happen? All this stuff. I'm like, I can't tell you. It's so annoying because they give us all these little hints about you and then it's like, we think they're going to give us more and then they're not doing it. And, it, and could you know why? Like, why? I don't know. I think it just has something to do with
0: uh, me being pretty new and I'm also not a main cast member. So I don't know like how like much they were able to like stray away from the main storylines that were going on. Cause I had a lot of shit going on during, during filming. It was actually like a really tough, weird time um, in my life. and it was captured, but I can see why they didn't put it out. Um, just cause there was just so much other things going on and it was kind of like a random storyline. Cause no one knew me and no one knows my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend and all that stuff. So
1: it was just, I, I can see why they chose to leave it out. When I met you at Sheena's birthday, I was, so afraid of you, and I don't know why. Because I, I don't care about people normally. Like I don't care what people think of me, and I'm kind of like a social weirdo. Like I just don't really acknowledge people. And I was kind of afraid of you. You have these like big blue eyes, and you're just like I don't know something about you. I was. Afraid. Do you get that a lot from people that you're intimidating when they first meet you? <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually I do get that a lot, but usually that's after where people are like talking to me. Then they get intimidated. Not really before. They spoke to me because you we didn't even like introduce each other, introduce ourselves to each other, right? You just saw me at Sheena's birthday and I just that saw was you. It? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think that you're a little bit of a pussy for that. You should have said hi. <laughs> Thank you. I talking. was in a great mood that day. We could have gotten drunk and
1: taken shots
0: and You were taken- also with your boyfriend, oh.
1: like very cuddly with your boyfriend. And also, yeah, I was kind of a pussy that day because I met Sheena not like briefly before that. And she was like, come to my birthday. And I was like, okay. So I came, but I didn't know anyone. So I was like, okay, well, these people. Are that was a fun birthday. Like that yeah. was, that was last May. Right. So that was almost a year ago. We were it on was that. was really call. fun really fun i had a great time in the end but at first it was very intimidating to me i was afraid of you not afraid of you anymore and then dana does not stop talking to me about you it's actually kind of annoying because i'm like now i want to be friends with her but (laughs) um before we get into all of that i'm gonna need another tip of the week i never told anybody that because
0: i'm such a good friend Okay. So another tip of the week during quarantine or just normal life, normal life. You know, now that I've been quarantined AF um, and I've been taking my hair grow vitamins, which I've been raving about and doing my skincare, that's something that I highly recommend going into normal life. Now that's something that I didn't, wasn't super anal about before quarantine. And now that I've been doing it and seeing so many different results, um, I don't want to stop doing it. And so that's something that I, Recommend take your hair, skin, and nails um, vitamins and do your skincare.
1: Which ones are you taking every day? Well, I
0: take the Nature's Bounty Hair, Skin, and Nails ones, the ones that I like always rave about. Um, People compare them to um, Sugar Bear hair, except for they have better ingredients. Um, So I love those. And then the skincare that I've been doing um, is actually, I do the checks and balances from Origins. um, And then I have gotten the entire line from The Ordinary, which is kind of like a newish line, I believe, um, from Sephora. It is amazing. I love
1: The Ordinary. It's from the UK. It's like a very inexpensive, but very good, very good skincare brand. Yeah. So if you want to get into
0: skincare, um, I highly recommend that. It's very, very, very cost effective. And it's pretty easy to use, but you have to. Um, really read um, of what like acids and stuff like that that you can use um, with other ingredients because I mix a lot of things together Um, in the beginning. I didn't know that I couldn't mix a lot of my vitamin C with those products. So I had to figure out which ones I could use it with and stuff like that. So just do your research. Um, But yeah, highly recommend it. My
1: face has been looking amazing lately. So I love that. In a weird fucked up kind of way, you kind of remind me of myself, like we're different because I don't do the whole baking and cooking thing, but (laughs) (laughs) not there yet. And I'm 31. So like, I'm worried, but you kind of remind me of myself because with your lifestyle things, you know, with your lights that you were talking to me in the previous episode, I'm kind of that way. I'm very specific. I have like an, uh, an essential oil diffuser and a salt lamp but I'm very specific about these things in my house like it's very important for me to have these little things to help me cope
0: yeah I'm very like even without the quarantine I'm very I have like my little things that I'm very anal about like my lights that turn on in the morning what color they are when they wake me up I have like all like all my shit is just like it has to be exactly how it is like i you know, my sheets, I, I make my bed every fucking morning and it has to be made exactly like how I always make it. Like if my yeah. boyfriend makes it in the morning and fucks it up, like I get angry, like it has to be, I'm, exactly I'm very anal. The same and, I, way. and like, but it's like the things that we, it's that I like being done. They aren't like bad things. Like I'm not like a nagging person where I'm like, oh, I want this and this. It's like good, cleanly things. Like I, you know, I like the vibes in my room to be a certain type of way. Cause it makes me feel good. And I, I don't have dishes in the sink Ever like there's never a dish in the sink because that makes me feel good about myself. Like I, yeah, I like things very by the book, but for a good reason. If that yeah, makes things sense.
1: that make you feel good. You're not just trying to be a bitch and like picky and, and yeah, nagging about stuff. It's just your little habits that keep you sane, and that's that's where typical yeah. week is coming from. That's why I created it because the whole podcast is yeah. about living in LA, and living in LA can be very unhealthy, overwhelming. So if you don't have these little things, you literally want to shoot yourself so should i just should i just ask the question or should i just actually okay
0: yeah let's just get right into it are they sir questions relationship questions
1: all of them all of them i'm gonna start with my own questions okay okay when did you start working at sir and how were you approached to start becoming a cast member of the show
0: um, it was like, two, I started working at Star. I think two and a half years ago now. And I started as a hostess. Um, I got hired on the spot from um, our GM. Her name is Diana and I got promoted to a manager from being a hostess. Actually. Um, I want to say like a year and a half, a year, year and a half ago now. Mm-hmm. I'm so off on my days. I it's been quite a while now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And you know, I like it. I like being a manager, and it's kind of like you're you're a server at the same time. So it's kind of like I got promoted to server and manager all in one day, and it was just a lot of shit that I had to learn, like super fucking fast. And so, so it's very, it was, very, very overwhelming.
1: When you went to working into sir, are you one of these people that is like trying to be an actress on the side or trying to pursue some type of career in entertainment on the side? Or did you go and work into DeServe because you would like to be in the bar restaurant business?
0: Um, Because I like being in the bar restaurant business. That's That's actually... A lot of people ask me that. They're like, did you get hired for the show? Like, did you... Like, are you like an actress, a model or something? I'm like, no. Like, I... Literally moved to LA with my ex-boyfriend um, from college, just because he's from around here and wanted to live like by his dad's office, um, which is in Mid City. Mm-hmm. And so we moved here together. And I just I wanted to live here, literally just to live here. Um, like coming from Santa Barbara, I was just like, you know, I want to live near the beach, but I want to try living in this in the city and see what happens. And then fast forward like two years, two three years of living here. Um, there was just an, like, an opening at Sir that my friend told me about. Um, and that just happened randomly. And I was like, I, I watched the show. I wasn't like a huge fan of Anna Pump Rules, but I, I definitely like watched the show starting at season four. So I haven't seen anything before season four. Um, but so I, I obviously like knew what, it, knew what it was, but didn't know like a lot, like didn't really know like where Sir was, what West Hollywood was actually all about. I knew it was somewhere in the area, but wasn't like... A professional on it so yeah and I just um, I, I've been working in bars and restaurants my entire literally my entire life so it wasn't anything that
1: was like out of the ordinary for me the boyfriend that you moved here with is he your current boyfriend now
0: no no um my ex-boyfriend and I broke up I think about like a year after we started we were living here okay and so I was single for about two years like was in the clubs being like a normal you know LA ratchet little girl I was like 21 like going crazy
1: been there done that except I was 27 um yeah (laughs) not my finest moments but you know we all have to do it when you move to LA you have to do it. it doesn't matter if you're 40 or 21 you have to do it um no literally I I've done some shit like I've seen
0: some shit I've done some shit like I've definitely had my two three years
1: of hardcore la partying okay let's get into like the nitty-gritty of stuff so i got a listener question who says danica what can you tell us about your restraining orders
0: (laughs) 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 oh my god i knew this would be a question um Okay. Well, first of all, like, I feel like people need to know that this shit was not recent. Like I used to be a fucking crazy person back in the day. Um, the training order was a temporary and it was from my ex. I was like, I don't even know how old I was. I think I was still either in high school or just graduated. Um, but I keep my ex boyfriend's car. Um, you know, some would say he deserves it, but you know, who knows? Um, you know, keyed his car. I had to pay for it. It was like a temporary, I think, restraining order situation. I'm not really sure. Um, we ended up getting back together after that. So it wasn't like that big of a deal. But did you
1: key his car? What pushed you to because I didn't think keying uh, someone's car is that bad. Like honestly, no, it's things-
0: so bad. I mean, it's van I mean it's vandalism. Like I don't think it's I that bad. Should- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> He drove a pretty nice car, so I feel, I mean, I feel bad now. I mean, I I laugh at it now just because, like, I'm from a very small town, and, like, I don't want to say that that's what people do, but, like, I mean, I was in fucking, like, high school, like, I don't know, like, we egg each other's houses and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I I obviously went a little too far, but... You know, I mean, uh, happen, and you like, do stupid are, shit like, sometimes.
1: Each other's invented on rules, and you're like ashamed because you're egging people's houses and keying someone's car. Like, relax. But um, and yeah. they're like forty years old doing that. But what, <laughs> what, what <laughs> so, like, literally, what pushed you to to like do that? What happened?
0: Um, I, you know, it was so long ago that I barely remember. But the outline of the story was that he lied to me about being somewhere, and I told him to send me his location. He didn't, and I drove around fi- trying to find his car. And I found his car at his friend's house and he lied to me about it. And I keyed his car. It wasn't like that bad of a key either. It was just like, you know, a couple back and forth lines, but. Couple scratches. Yeah. Just some scratches, you know, that's it. But I feel bad about it. I mean, I obviously had to pay for it and that was no fun, but you know, crazy times. I was in a very, really toxic relationship. I don't want to say that anything, things weren't done back to me. Like it was a two way street. Um. You know, just some toxic energy, toxic people that I let into my life that made me a crazy person.
1: Okay. So we've covered the vandalism. Let's talk about the details. (laughs) Like, no, because this is the thing about you. I'm very, very confused because when I see you, I just perfectly put together, you know, just had gorgeous everything. You cook, your house is all together and it's all tidy and it's so cute and it's curated. I've stalked on social media. Don't worry about it. Um, I had (laughs) to before this. And and then I hear like vandalism and DUI and like suspensions and it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I've definitely had to pay
0: the price of like where I am right now. Like it wasn't always unicorns and rainbows. Like when I first moved to LA, like I did get wrapped up into hanging out with the wrong people. And I was, you know, doing obviously wrong things. I was drunk driving and I was at the club every single night. Like I wasn't going to work. I was calling out of work all the time. I was getting money from my parents, which I shouldn't have been doing at that age. And I was just new to LA and um, you know, I had just got out of a very, very, very toxic relationship with my ex that I moved here with and, you know, the first group of friends that I met after that are obviously the people that I'm going to cling on to because I didn't have anybody else around me. And I, you know, had just gotten out of a toxic relationship. So going through a breakup with somebody and also in a town that I don't know anybody, um, I met a group of friends and they just weren't, not that they're bad people or anything. They just weren't really, not right um, not right for me. They were older, but they were also like, you know, partiers, they took advantage of me a lot. I was the driver, a nice car and like all these things. And, um, you know, always like telling call out of work, do this, do that. So I, I, wasn't going down the best path when I first moved here. Um, and it kind of happened during all of that. I got my DUI like, two, like, I want to say like two months after I started working at Sir, yes. I think. And I was actually with people from SIR and that was my first time ever hanging out with people from SIR and I got a DUI. They were in the back of my car, um, like Jesse Montana, his ex-boyfriend and their friends and stuff. So it was like a bunch of people I didn't know. We were going to an after party. Um, And yeah, it was just a really shitty situation. And I mean, 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 obviously if I could take it all back, I would.
1: Honestly, because, you know, I've been around, you know, the people from SIR and all that all that jazz I know. Don't drink and drive. We know. We do. We we try not to do it. I mean, I'll have a glass of wine and drive sometimes. I'll be saying this on a podcast, I don't want to get deported from America. I'm there on a visa. I'm a guest in the country. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it's kind of like the, it. It was probably the wrong thing at wrong the, because these people always go out, have a couple of drinks, and then drive, and then they just take a breathalyzer see if they are able to drive or not. Like it's not. Do you know what I mean? I don't think like, if if we say it like that, like you have a DUI and you have to breathe into something and you to, to be able to drive your car, it sounds bad. But I feel like everyone at sir is so fucking close to getting into DUI. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I I mean, I've been getting a lot
0: of um, backlash on social media actually because of the clip where I'm talking about my breathalyzer and I'm laughing about it. And it like, it just sucks because like, that's not how I want people to think that I think about it because what isn't shown is you know, after I got my DUI, I did a nine month program of drug and alcohol program. I had to do like twice a week for nine months. I did like 20 AAs. Obviously these are all like required. I had to do them all, but I learned a lot. I had to go to like a fucking morgue. I had to go to, um, a lot of things that I already went through and it was a really fucking tough time. But obviously I'm glad that I had to go through that just because it really gave me a fucking wake up call of like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm partying every single night. Now I'm in trouble. Now I have to do all this stuff. I could have killed somebody. I could have this, I could have that. And I went through a lot. And I, the one thing that I didn't do is get my breathalyzer installed in my car. I just wasn't driving. And I just, I didn't know. I don't think it was clear to me that I had that was a requirement that I had to do that. And so a year ago, when I'm done with everything, done with my program, done with my classes, done with, All my AAs, everything, when I'm a completely different, changed person, then I realized that, wait, what? I have to have a breathalyzer in my car for a year? I could have been doing that during this entire time that I've been doing all this other shit. I could have had that in my car. And I just, it was irresponsible and didn't realize. And so after like a year of going through a bunch of shit, um to now having a breathalyzer. It's just like, it's funny to me that I have to have it now just because I'm an idiot and I should have just and done because it before. You're, yeah,
1: you're over it now. This is like the, it should be the end of the person. Yeah, it
0: was such, it was such a long time ago. It was almost, it was almost, it been about two and a half years now. So it's just, it's, it's done already. So it's not that I was laughing at like the situation of what happened. Cause obviously it's very serious, but more so just like, I'm such an idiot. Like I, could have had this done with. I would have already gotten my breathalyzer taken off by the time that the show even started. So I'm kind I love of just that like you
1: explain laughing. that. But also what I really liked about you on the show, that's like one of the things I liked most about you when I saw you. I, th- I thought it was great that you laughed about it because at the end of the day, the show is here to entertain us. And although it is a serious matter and it is something that is serious, you just took it with a pinch of salt, but you know that you were going to get made fun of for it. You know, people were going to give you shit for it. So you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to yeah. be funny about it. I don't
0: think it's it was just like whatever now, like it's been going on for so long and I'm just like, okay, like I've, I've. I've hit, I hit rock bottom and I bounced back from rock bottom. And now that I'm not in rock bottom anymore, now I just have a breathalyzer and just no one understands because no one like knew the old me and the old me is just like such a fucking joke. And so I just, I laugh at like the old me. Like I was so stupid. I was so reckless. I was so such a fucking idiot. And now I'm so great. And like, why the fuck was I ever like that before? So it's more so me just like laughing at myself of like how much I've changed in the past two and a half years, if that makes sense,
1: and but the new you got suspended, the new me
0: did get suspended. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can take the girl out. Of- <laughs> you can take the girl out of your hometown, but you can't take the hometown out of your girl. Like I just, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm obsessed okay, with you. i not that. even
1: taking it personally. I'm obsessed with you for just being like, yeah.
0: I mean, okay. There's actually a, a very, very different story than what i'm pretty sure everyone knows about it is so different than how it looks on the show i literally it makes me like fucking baffled do you want to hear the story i want to hear the whole the full like (laughs) all the details everything okay so obviously my boyfriend's name is brett and he's a bartender this is when i was um managing and this was actually i found i knew that i was going to be on the show like I found out that I was going to be on the show but I was still kind of waiting around to hear like when we're going to start filming I didn't really know like what my role was going to be or like how that was even going to work because there's just so many new people so it was all very new to me and it doesn't really have anything to do with the story but a couple of days before we even started filming um Brett and I got into a fight
1: was Brett was- supposed to be on the show as well
0: um, it's not really if he was supposed to be. I mean, I I was supposed to be, so I kind of just figured like he would be on it as well cuz he's my boyfriend. Okay. Kind of situation is what I was figuring, but so rewind to 3 months before I got suspended. Um, me and Brett were just like having a normal conversation and I was like, "Would you like ever have a threesome with me? Like if I if we like went to Vegas and we like found like a hot girl and like I wanted to bang her and I gave you like permission. Like would would you have a threesome just randomly asked him this and he was like no I'm not interested in that like I wouldn't want to do that and I was like okay whatever like conversation over that's it fast forward to three months later him and I were not on speaking terms we like got in a fight like three days before um, I pushed him and I was giving him the silent treatment at work and he was like saying things to me I was just ignoring him completely silent treatment yada yada so then um at the bar I was standing there getting drinks and he was like, so do I get to pick the girl that we're having a threesome with? Like, are are we still going to do that? And I was like, what? Like, honey, we're not even talking right now. Like, why are you trying to provoke me? Like, why are you trying to get a rise out of me? Like don't fuck with me right now. And he said it again. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, go fuck yourself. And I walked away from the bar and went, and stood by the host stand and then he came from around the bar and cornered me by the host stand and was yelling at me in my face saying, don't ever tell me to go fuck myself again. And I was like, dude, you literally are trying to provoke me at work. Like, why are you bringing up a threesome? Like, what are you doing? We are fighting in front of people. And I was he was getting close to me and it was just like not a cute situation and I pushed him away from me I was like get off of me like go away like go back to the bar like what are you doing like you're harassing me at my own work and so I pushed him off of me and that's when the whole thing started and I you know it's we ended up-
1: because you pushed him
0: yeah because I pushed him and it's like I mean, he should have gotten suspended too, if we're being real. I don't think that it was fair that he didn't get suspended. I think that Lisa should have suspended him. I mean, I did the right thing by walking away from the bar. He did the wrong thing by following me and cornering me by the hostess stand. So it's like, why did you even come up to me? Why did you even provoke me in the first place? Like, you knew that you were, by saying that, you were like triggering me and, you know, trying to get a rise out of me. And like, I'm sure there was drinking involved. Like, I don't know. And, you know, when I went and stood at the host stand, he came very aggressively and was like yelling at me in my face. So I pushed him off of me and it was just a weird night. I was crying. The, Diana, the GM was like comforting me. It was just, ugh, it was like such a horrible night. And then three days later, it was like, a, it was like Okay, we're we're filming today. We're starting to film. I'm like a fucking wreck. I'm like I can't like film right now. Like I, like what am I supposed to? I don't even know what to do. Like I, I don't even. I feel like I'm gonna get fired because I wasn't allowed to go back to work. And I was like, I'm. I literally just got fired from my job, and I just ruined my chances on the show. Like I'm so fucked. And then they were like, Lisa wants to have a meeting with you. So I go to Sir, and before my meeting, they like mic me up, and they're like, you're gonna be filmed. I'm like, are you choking me right now? Like, this is bizarre. Like, I'm like not prepared for this. Right. And that's when that all happened. That's like when I got. That's like when I got suspended from Lisa's. Like right after all that, and then it just like started from there. So that's like the real story. It wasn't because I didn't push him because he asked me to have a threesome. He was provoking me with something that I had asked him about actually three months prior to that. So right. it was just like a fight that didn't need to happen. And that's that. And I just feel
1: like they didn't portray that necessarily on the show. So when uh, you asked him if he would have a threesome, you asked him because it's something that bothered you if he would have said yes. Yeah,
0: like it was just like a normal question. I was like, babe, like if we go to Vegas and like, I was just like a random question. i was like, if, you know, if we ever like went to Vegas or like went out and like, I wanted to like have a threesome with like you and another girl, like, would you be down? But and you he were was, like, no,
1: him because really you would not want to have a threesome.
0: No, I, I would, I was just asking him, well, because, okay, so my roommate, my roommate is dating a guy and they date girls, um, together. And so it, not that I would want, want to do that. It was just, it stemmed off of us having a conversation about that. And I was like, Oh, like, would you ever like have a threesome with me and another girl? It's like, I picked the girl and like, I don't know, we were talking about some other shit. And then he was just like, no, I wouldn't be interested in that. And so obviously three months later when we're at work and we're not speaking and I'm, I'm giving him the silent treatment if he's going to be like so like do I get to pick the girl like let's talk about that again I'd be like I was like what like don't talk to me right now
1: right so there's more to the story why do you think they're not showing that on the show because I know you said that you understand why they weren't showing everything because there's so many people there's so many new cast members but at the same time I don't know who it was or what it was, but I but I heard you commented on yeah. a post or something saying why are they showing fake drama and not the real shit between Danica and her boyfriend? And then you said because they're fuckers. No, I said because they fucked up. <laughs> oh, okay. Brilliant. Well, I was I I was misinformed. Um, a- Amanda <laughs> from not skinny, but not fat actually told me that. <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> No. Um, I mean, well, they're not
0: showing any fake drama. Everything they're showing is, is real. The whole Dana love triangle, no, all that. That's all very
1: much. Real. real. But for example, Dana's draft kind of, and I, I know it's real. It's also beginning little romances that don't matter as much as like a serious, serious relationship between you and your boyfriend. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, when I watched the season, I'm like, wow, they had a lot of shit to film. Like, I mean, Brittany and Jax basically had their, like their wedding was like half the fucking season. So I don't (laughs) know.
1: In my, (laughs) so I didn't want to see four episodes of a fucking wedding. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, same. I fast forwarded through like half of it. But I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I I see mixed comments. I see people are like, oh, we fucking hate the new people, blah, blah, blah. Then I also see like, why aren't we seeing any of Danica's drama? Like her and her boyfriend was like, old Vanderpump rules that we like want to see. Like we, there was a lot of things that they, I don't know how much I'm even allowed to say about this topic, but me and him did film a lot of things, um, after the suspension through our breakup into us getting back together and being back together. So I feel like, people would have wanted to see it but I can also see it being like a random storyline that like there's like who the fuck are these two random new people
1: that's um, random. Uh, Dana and Max are just as random they're also new people
0: yeah but Max is friends with the Toms and works at I mean I don't know I at the end of the your day I don't know
1: your friends with James your friends with Dana your friends with people
0: I don't know I mean I feel like they just had to like make a decision of what direction they were gonna go and they chose to not show it. I mean, maybe hopefully maybe next season will be different. If there is a next season for me, I don't know.
1: I hope so. I cannot watch another episode of fucking Charlie ugly, shat shaming people. (laughs) We could have done without that. And then more of your shit with your boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, I can't disagree with that. I I don't know if you like her or not. I'm just sharing my thoughts. I did want to ask you, because that's something that I personally saw, you know, when Stasi made that joke about wear a dress and going back to SIR instead of being in quarantine, and you commenting back... Is that is that kind of what your relationship with the older cast members looks look like? Like, are you just like outspoken about how you feel when you disagree with them? I thought it was very admirable of you because I feel like so many people suck up to the old cast members. And I actually, for one second, thought that you were sucking up to Sheena for a bit. And then when I saw these tweets and I saw more of your confessionals on the show, I was like, whoa, really not really misjudging. No,
0: well... Well, first things off, I don't suck up to anybody. And it's not that I, like, hate... It's not that I don't like the old cast. And by the old cast, I'm I'm basically talking about, like, Lala, Stasi and... I mean, Kristen's very nice to me, so I like Kristen. And then, you know, Brittany and them, I don't have a relationship with them at all. Like, I, I didn't film much with them. I don't have much of an opinion on them. It's not that I want to be their enemy and that I don't like them. It's just that I don't really have anything in common with them. I'm a lot younger, and I have a lot of my own shit going on um I relate to people like Ariana and Tom and Sheena who I see out and I see them and they're very outgoing very like how are you what are you doing blah 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 you know we go to music festivals we I see them at the bars and and stuff like that so it's it's not even like an age thing it's more so
1: like the phase um, in their life they're still going out and having like they have
0: they have like um they have a younger they have something young, young about them that I relate to, you know, I don't relate to people who make books. And I mean, like, stop, like, I don't know. I don't want to say I don't relate to people who make books because Ariana has a book, but it's alcohol related. And I love that.
1: But I don't really, no, have but I see what mind you're mind. saying. Whereas like, with I the see, older people. Yeah. I see Like whenever I've been out with people from sir and Tom, Tom, like Tom and Ariana are there. Like Sheena is there. they mix with the people at the bar. They're not sitting at the restaurant with Lisa Vanderpump having tea. I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, they have like younger, younger things about them. So yeah, um, so yeah, it's not that I, it's I mean, at the end of the day, I just didn't appreciate her comment. Maybe I was feeling salty and wanted to make a comment because it was literally hours after I saw that Tom and Tom raised money for their Tom Tom stuff, which is amazing, by the way. And then just to see like her comment after that, um, and I don't even follow her. I think someone retweeted it and I saw it, and I was just like, Oh, that just like rubs me the wrong way, and I don't know why. In my opinion, it just made it. She made it seem like, well, everyone knows she, does, she didn't really like working at SIR. She also hasn't worked at SIR in a really long time. So yeah. it's just like you're basically saying that you'd be willing to do something that you hate in order for the quarantine to be over. And it's like, okay, but we all love working at SIR and we all wish that we can go back to SIR. So your comment is just like not needed. It's not that I'm jealous or want to make myself seem relevant or anything like that. It's just I just didn't like it. I, and- didn't,
1: thi- I, I- didn't think that at all. When I saw that, I was like, fuck. Like, thank God. God, someone in this, in this whole crew is able to speak up. You know, I feel like a lot of people suck up to them and it really fucking bugs me because sometimes I don't stand for the way Stacy treats people. I think she, she's glorified for treating people terribly. And I don't like that. I think it's shitty. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just, I, it has nothing to do like, I people's comments are annoying the fuck out of me because it has nothing to do with me wanting to be her, be jealous of her. Like, I don't give a fuck about her. Like, yeah. just because I'm on yeah. the same show as her doesn't mean that I need to, like, be trying to be her friend. I don't need to try to be her friend. And if, if that's what they want me to do is try to be friends with people that have been on the show for seven years, that's not going to happen. I don't, need, I don't need or want to do that. I don't have time for that. So if they want to film me and film like my real relationships and film like maybe I don't I don't know what they're trying to do then like I'm super down with that but I'm not going to be put into a situation where like I am forced to try to become friends with people like how like Lala did like I'm not going to do that that's not me I, and I have really no favorite thing
1: about me. you favorite thing about you because that's what I've been saying this whole season about Lala that she inserts herself in other people's drama because she has none and at this point, you know, I, ju- I just don't think she's necessary on the show anymore. I don't enjoy watching anything that she brings to the table. I mean, everyone has a
0: different opinion because I can totally see how people like grew up with them. And, um, you know, you're watching a show for so many fucking years. You're like, yeah, we grew, grew up like, with that, them. But obviously, we like, I
1: don't. We, we grew up with I, them. Why are we not seeing the 50 cent drama on screen? Why?
0: No. I would love to see the fifty cent drama on screen.
1: You know what I mean? Like we grew up with them. We want to see the real shit. We don't want to see you fake being Kristen's friend, going to speak to Carter. You're not a fucking friend.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way with Sheena. I just feel. I mean, I love Sheena. She's been my a really good friend of mine even before, um, even before the show or anything like that. And I just I don't think that i mean they're not friends they don't go out to, they don't go out to eat they don't do things together they don't fucking talk unless they're filming it's just bizarre to yeah. me it's just all it's just all fake i just want things to be like genuine and real and you know the, whatever i saw back to Stasi's tweet it's just like that's something that i would say to anybody i don't care if it was you know someone that was an old employee of Sir from four four years ago that wasn't on a show or a public figure I would still say the same thing like I was sensitive that day I'm not gonna apologize for feeling sensitive about it and that's just what I decided to say in that time and I'm not gonna take it back or
1: regret it I don't think you were rude I think I think she was rude if anything I don't think you should justify it I loved it but you know I like a sassy tweet so I know I know it's not
0: it's not that I think I mean I I 100% don't think that she was trying to be um, trying to be rude. <laughs> I, I, re- I really, 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 I, I mean, it's clear. She was trying to make a joke. I totally get that. I'm not saying that she wasn't trying to make a joke. I'm saying, can you just like take five seconds before you send it and just think like, would anybody be affected
1: by this? Probably. So you probably just shouldn't post it. Yeah. It's been a, a thing with her. And that's it. Times. Is there anything that you would like to add that you feel like we haven't covered? What, what do you want to be? Where do you want to be in five years? What do you want to be doing?
0: Oh my God, in five years. I don't even, I literally don't even know what I'm doing next week. So I don't know what I want to be doing in five years. But, um, you know, it just depends. Like me and Brett, obviously we're back together, duh. Um, we have like a lot of travel plans. Um, we obviously went to Bali last year and we are trying to plan a trip. Um, again, it's just hard with the quarantine. We don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to be asked back next season, and I don't know what the time frame is going to look on that. So it's kind of hard to plan a trip. But I really, really want to visit two countries a year. I'm trying to plan where I want to go next, and you know, hopefully in five years from now, I would have visited all the countries that I've been dying to visit.
1: I love that. Also, love <laughs> you applying lipstick in the middle of your interview.
0: Thing. Oh my God. I had no idea they were even filming that. Like I literally did not know. Like, cause ev- cause every, like every like 20 minutes or so, like I need to reapply my lipstick and we don't have that much time just because like the questions are rolling and you only have so much time to answer things. And so I think I was just like in a daze and thinking and reapplying. And I don't know, that was really funny. I actually like died laughing at that.
1: It was amazing. Do you still hate Max?
0: No, me and Max are cool. Obviously like I'll always have a little hate pocket for him just because he's just such a fuckboy. But if he's not like fucking with my friends, then like I like I like Max. He's like a really cool person. We we just recently went to um a festival together and you know those kind of vibes, I love that. But you know there there was like a little section where I just couldn't stand him cuz I'm like, you know, stop fucking with my friends cuz I know it's not going to end well and that's just like a shitty situation for me because it's like you're hooking up with my friends, and I know that something bad is going to happen. It's like no one wants to watch bad things happen all the time,
1: you, you know. So loyal and just the least thirsty person. You and Dana. I mean, I, I'm not surprised that you guys are friends, and that she was always talking to me about you. I don't know. It's it's very <laughs> at lovely.
0: least like, D- Dana comes off like that, though. I feel like with me, you have to like really get to know me to know that because that's why me and Dana are like best friends now. But it took a, It took a second. But,
1: well, in the beginning, I thought that you were sucking up to Sheena when you were like, Max this, Max, like talking to her because we, I had never seen your face before. No, I don't know where yeah. I thought it was, where I thought that. I can't remember where it was. There was a scene where you were just validating her and stuff. And I know that Sheena is a person that likes to have very validating friends around her. So I was yeah. like, oh, no, I really like Danica. Is she going to be one of your mm-hmm. companions? And then I was like, oh shit, no, this girl is no one's minion.
0: (laughs) Well, there's, and I want to add something on that because Sheena, yes, does like to have validating friends around her. She likes to have a lot of yes people around her that just say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like there's a fine line where it's like, I like to lift her up in certain situations because there's always like a little bit of you're right in this situation. And I can't say too much on that because things haven't really unfolded yet on the show, but and I don't know if they will. But she's there's always another side to the story with her. If she's acting a certain type of way or if you know a guy is thinking that she's a certain type of way, it's because they're giving her something to to go off of. It's oh, not I always mean, just her don't, making don't get this get up in wrong. her head.
1: Don't get me wrong. I don't believe the whole Sheena is desperate for you. I mean, I've been you I'm not close friends with her like you are, but I've been on her podcast she's been on mine I've hung out with Sheena and stuff and I've spoken to her and I know that they also are using her as a, a bridge between the new and the old people and she's still figuring her dating life out and they make her come across this way she's not she's she's nowhere near as crazy as they make her look on tv I don't think she is based off of what I've seen she likes to yeah. have fun. She's sure. not always looking for the next guy. She likes to have fun and she likes to hook up with guys, but she's not always trying to make someone her boyfriend.
0: I mean, yeah, she's uh, she's always trying to make someone her boyfriend, but
1: rightfully oh, but so. The guy I mean, has said, but, but the guy would have always said to her, you're amazing. I could see us together. Like, yeah, exactly. They lead, they lead her on. There's always another side to the story, always. Like she, and I think people need to know that. Though, who's like, looks at a guy and is like, that's the one who I'm going to try and make my boyfriend. I don't know if it yeah. really works that way with her.
0: I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy for her relationship now. So hopefully that ends up working out for her. And, you know, honestly, out of out of all of the OGs on, on the show, like Sheena really is fucking living it up. And, she you know, at, at her age, like, you know, if I'm not married by then, like I would love to be doing the fucking shit that she's doing. She's having so much fun I think that she is having the most fun out of all of, you know, the people that she grew up with on the show. And even if she's not, you know, the, the, the producers don't sh- like want to show her, you know, they didn't show her Vegas show. They didn't show, they don't show her podcast. They don't show the things that she's working on um, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, at least she's like having the most fun and you know, they're not.
1: So I've heard. And so I've seen sometimes. Danica, this is so good. I'm so glad that everyone I know. got to find out more about you. I feel like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm very gutted that we haven't seen more of you. This is a hard interview for me because usually I challenge people and I find it really hard to challenge you because I just think you're fucking great. But um, <laughs> can you please tell everyone where they can find you Yes, I will. So um, at the moment, I'm just on Instagram and you can find
0: me at Danica Dow and it's d a n i c a d o w w
1: And that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Stay With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder... Rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show. Also, if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself, you're welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Sit With Me. Don't forget to look for it. But all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside, hope you enjoy this episode.